0: Me great, Whoopi Goldberg is my favorite woman in the whole United States. Wow, I am crazy about this woman, and if I can't meet her, I'm going to be really angry. Are you putting pressure on me to yeah, introduce a you to Whoopi Goldberg? Yes. Think... Yes. Well, yes.
1: I have introduced you to one of your oh. all-time favorites. Oh,
0: oh! oh. Tell, don't oh. tell me you forgot. Oh wait, Billy Crystal. Thank you. I am insane for Billy Crystal. When he came out, we saw the 2020 it, Sundays. I have the book. You gave me the book, 200 uh, Sundays, 200 Sundays. I think it was 700. 700. <laughs> 700. 200, 700. I was close. Hey, listen, I know, weeks. I know. Um, I don't know how I even got jobs. <laughs> Details are just not my thing. But it's anyway, okay. Billy Crystal, when he came on that stage, didn't I almost start to cry because uh-huh. I said he's breathing the air that I'm breathing. I, I was so <laughs> fuck clement. That happened when we went to Barbara Streisand. Uh huh. This year. Oh my At God! At the Barclays Center, that was my birthday present. These girls have been so wonderful to me.
2: Hey, yum's the word. Haven't you heard? The yum's the word. It was started by
1: a bird My name is Robin And her hair has lots of curls Actually, I blow it out a lot Two stories, some awkward Like wetting the bed next to your boyfriend Pretty funny and absurd Like your boss tickling your side boob So welcome all you nerds And cool people too This is for everyone Except kids
2: Yum's the word. Hey
1: everybody, welcome to Yum's the word. I'm Robin Gelfenbein. And I'm Alex Fulton. And today we are celebrating the woman you heard at the top. (laughs) Auntie. Auntie! Auntie just turned 77 on May 7th. On the 7th. On the 7th. Yeah. That's that's a big birthday. That's a
2: jackpot right there.
1: Sure is. Uh, Now, if this is your first time hearing about Auntie, uh, I'm surprised. (laughs) And also, I'm sorry to hear about that because Auntie is the one who taught me how to make ice cream cakes way back in the day. So she actually has to get credit for inspiring this entire show. And... You know what's a shame about it now? Alex. What's that? She's lactose intolerant. Oh, <laughs>
2: It's okay. We accommodate.
1: That's right. We have lactate pills. Right. I never show.
2: How uh, many non-dairy cakes have you done?
1: I've, uh, I think I've only done one. Really? Just one? Yeah, but I had somebody request one recently, so I'll probably be doing it more often. Right. Yeah. i a gluten-free, dairy-free. Um, I've not done sugar-free because it's kind of, right. it kind of defeats the point. Yeah. No. Um, so I remember shortly after you and I met, you came up to the Hartford area with me to record Auntie, and I wanted to see if you remember what your first impressions were of her.
2: Um, there was sort of a moment, like, because I, I met Auntie and Morgan right about the same time. Mm-hmm. And there was a moment when it all clicked, and it was like, oh, there's like a lineage here. Like, Aww. <laughs> and it's like, this is future Robin.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: mm, I'm not going to argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, because Auntie just celebrated a big birthday and because she inspired so much with this show, we are going to pay tribute to Auntie with some of our favorite clips today. These are clips that you've never heard on the podcast. And. This is pretty cool she's going to share her me too story
2: it's powerful stuff yeah
1: it really is okay so first up is auntie of course talking to me about yum's the word a few years ago when we were celebrating our five-year anniversary she talks about where she learned how to make ice cream cakes we also sing a duet and as usual she lays on the jewish guilt pretty hard
0: thick hard so what do you want to say about Yum's the Word, Auntie? Yum's the Word? Is not Is that the five-year thing on Bleecker Street, too? Yeah. Oh, so we're very proud of you. You are a known commodity in <laughs> Manhattan. Well, thank you. For You're very, very you welcome. That. I'm proud of you. The five years to, for anything to last in Manhattan for longer than a year. This is, no, you really have a good following. Thanks, Auntie. Thanks for inspiring it. Well, I, you think I did? Why? Because I talk too much? No. <laughs> well, that goes without saying. Uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> No, the ice cream cakes. Oh, God. Oh, Robin, I I have to tell you something. All right, well, we'll do it after. Unless it's relevant. Yes, it is. Go ahead. Lois, whose mother taught her how to make the cakes. Yes. And Lois taught me. She wants you to do a little spot on her mother. Would you mind? Oh, this is perfect. You can give... Mrs. Porter. Edith Porter. Edith Porter... She got me started in my social work career for those eleven years, but she was the one. And Lois said she would appreciate so much if one of these programs that you do talked about her mom. Give me, her credit. Give her credit for the instigating the whole cake thing. And that Edith Porter, this is your night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we love you, Edith. We love you both.
1: Okay, good. Well, thank you, Edith, for inspiring yeah, yes, this. She is. This is
0: perfect. Oh God! So she gets her due. She yes, and she'll know up there because she's up there Aww. clapping. She and Arnold. He was smart. He taught at Harvard. Mm-hmm.
1: That's impressive. Yes. So do you want to sing "Happy Birthday" to the youngs? Have,
0: you, you're letting you're allowing me to. I can't believe it. <laughs> I'm I, I'm monotone tone deaf. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. (laughs) Happy birthday, my dear, lovely niece Robin. Happy birthday to you. How old are you now? Five years old. I love you, honey. I love you, too. I will always love you. I will always love you. And I I will always always love you. These poor people have to hear me singing. And me. Oh, you have a great voice. Thanks, I was not endowed with a good singing voice. You were endowed with other things. I should hope so. <laughs> like a butt. That's my butt, not my chest, huh?
1: Let's see. Now, like, <laughs> no, no, I don't want that. Well, thank you for inspiring this show, Auntie.
0: It's, it's one of you my didn't... favorite things okay. to do. And thanks for being a great Auntie. Uh, you're a great niece, honey. But we all, I can't let another month go by without talking to you. That's not going to happen again.
1: Here comes the Jewish guilt.
0: Right. I'm not the only one to have Jewish guilt. You should have it, too. We were born to have it. I've got it coming out my ass. Oh, don't say that on... Look at this. People will talk about us.
1: (laughs) Anything else you want to say Auntie? before I turn off the video? No, honey,
0: I'm glad to see you a little bit this weekend. Okay, me too. Bye, I love you. I love you.
1: All right, so Edith Porter, I hope you now have enjoyed two little shout-outs to you for your Ice Cream Cake creations, which I have to say... The cakes I make now don't resemble anything that auntie used to make. Just yeah.
2: Like, l- well, g- let's go back. Like where, how did that come to be? Me you know, making I mean, the cakes no. or me
1: taking it to the next level or what? Well,
2: auntie learning from Edith.
1: Well, I wasn't there when auntie learned from Edith, but auntie would just make them for us for our birthdays. And it was one layer. So it was just like, she quite often would actually do, um, like, a chocolate-covered Rice Krispie crust and then put, like, mint ice cream. It was more like an ice cream pie, technically. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, like, one she did. But, no, she did do two layers at, at a certain point. But it was simple. It was, like, you know, nilla wafers crushed up in, like, chocolate and vanilla. Like, nothing even on the bottom, I don't think. Um, and then I started making them for my friends here in New York – just sporadically. It wasn't really all that often. And my friends would respond well to them, which was cool. But then there was one night I took them to my friend Leah's birthday in Brooklyn. And I barely knew anybody at this apartment at this party. And people were going crazy for them. They're like, oh, my God, it's so good. I was like, are you just saying that because you're like drunk or high? (laughs) (laughs) like, No, no, no. It's really, really good. And I thought, oh, well, if strangers like it, then maybe there's something to these. And I've been really passionate about storytelling since 2009, and I decided to blend my two passions into one show, and Yum's the Road was born. Good work, Edith. Yeah, way to go, Edith. Look at quite a legacy she's got here. That's pretty cool. Um, So speaking of birthdays, did you know, I don't don't know if people who listen to the podcast know this, unless they've been to the live show, that you can celebrate your birthday at the show.
2: There's... Few better ways to celebrate your birthday than yeah. yum's the word.
1: I would agree, and it's not because, you know, I take care of everything, but it is kinda nice because you don't have to do anything. It's like I'm providing the ice cream cake, providing a venue, and I'm providing entertainment. So you right. just gotta figure out where you wanna have dinner beforehand. So it's pretty simple. That's
2: pretty much it. Yeah. So what more could you want.
1: Exactly. So all you gotta do is show up the month before your birthday and then we ask for the following month's birthday people and then you can become a birthday guest and that entitles you to um you get to choose all the flavors in one of the ice cream cakes you get to see the show for free you might get to read our mad lib story and you get reserved seating for your entire party so i think it's a pretty good deal so i hope to see you at our may show if you're a june birthday and regardless i hope to see you at our may show which is on may 22nd and the theme of the night is, it's one we haven't done in a while. Um, I don't know if you, if you were around when we first did it. It's Brain Freeze. It's stories of panic and
2: anxiety. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: And uh, Sean O'Brien has a bonker story about massive panic and anxiety from his wedding that he's going to be telling. And we're going to have a lot, a, a lot of other wonderful storytellers on that night. So... Mark your calendars. Grab your tickets. Um, By the way, they're cheaper in advance. Just grab them at yumsobertshow.com. And now let's get back to Auntie. Um, So this next clip is, I mean, as her niece, I know that she's actually a very serious person. Alex and I always choose the funnier moments with Auntie. But in this clip, she takes a more serious tone. And this was taken from the last Oi to the World video that we shot, because we do that every, um, every fall. So this was from the 2017 Oi to the World video that we shot, where Auntie shares her Me Too story from back in the day. Oh, this was a huge hi. news story this year. I probably missed it. There's no, if you miss this story, then I'm stomping the camera. <gasps> okay. And I will potentially disagree. You're you. going to beat me. I'm not going to beat you. Harvey Weinstein.
0: Who could even be interested in that fat (laughs) slob? I mean, he's so gross looking.
1: Well, he's powerful. I don't... See, I'm not saying what he did was right. I'm just
0: telling you. It's been going on forever. It's nothing new. I hate to tell you, it's nothing new. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. Yeah, what else are you talking about? (laughs) Well, that led to yes an onslaught of people. I give them credit, and why people didn't speak up is because they want the job; they want to get ahead. That's that's notorious though in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It's I not mean, just even, Hollywood. No, it's not. It's any business for God's mm-hmm. sakes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that happened to me once. Do you want to talk about sure. it? Sure. On camera? Yeah, because I'm not going to use his name. He's okay. dead anyway.
1: hmm
0: I was a social worker and um at a nursing home skilled and there was a um i don't know a meeting or something in boston and i wanted to go he was going and so he asked me i said yes i really want to go to that i took two classes not important so long ago i remember and when he made the reservation though the bookkeeper said to me ellen he only ordered one room that was what happened to me. He only ordered one room. I said, oh, Anne, I said, could you tell him to order another one? He said, oh, I don't know. Do you know what? I said, Ann, I'll handle it. Don't worry about it. I drove up with my own car, though. I didn't drive up with him. That's I drove right. up with my own car. Mm-hmm. And it was really, the, 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 um, it was a lovely hotel. I can't remember which one. And, um, I took the classes and stuff and had dinner probably with him. And then we get to the room. And I he says and I say, How come there's only one key? And he says, Cause they only ordered one room and I said, You got some nerve. But that was okay. We went in the room, I brushed my teeth. I brought the oldest rotten looking pajamas <laughs> I had, nothing sexy. And an old T shirt. I did this on purpose. Of course. I came out of the bathroom, brushed my teeth. I didn't take a shower, I was afraid to get out the water. Um. You know I'm a night shower. And um and he was then there with his dyed black hair, and I got into bed, and I pulled the covers right up here, like this. Were there two beds or one bed? Two,
1: thank okay. God.
0: And um, he came over and sat on the bed. Have I ever told you that? Yeah, you told me I And him. he sat on the side, and I looked at him, and I said, Mr. Blank Blank, you touch me. You will never know who I tell. And he, left. he went to his bed. And oh, the bookkeeper was like, <gasps> like this when I came into work and she I said, I just told him you'll never know who I told. But the upshot, it was, and that was fine. We was, went to sleep. I could tell for months that he was something old? from me. Oh, really? You know, I really, yeah, but I just ignored it. I, um, I don't really know. I was in my 40s. I would put him maybe in his 60s. hmm Yeah. I think. So, um, but as I tell the kids all the time, when you're disappointed with someone, you're angry. Justice is always served.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Even You don't have to know it. Trust me. It is always served. Well, I can tell you my statement is correct because I used to do, I don't know why exactly, but as a social worker, I often had to stay for the families way after hours, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. And that was okay. It's only three miles up from here. hmm And um, I did the medical coding at the end of the day for the payments, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, I would sit in the office and do the medical coding, and the families would come. That's the only time they had to see me. But the owner from Great Neck of the uh, nursing home was there that day, and he went into the administrator's office, and Mr. Blank Blank was in there, and I was sitting right in the outer office doing my medical coding. And the owner fired Mr. Blank Blank, and I was there to hear it. Nice. And he had to walk out and look at me. Yeah. That's why I tell That's it. awesome. Did I never told you that? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Part. And I said to Ann the next day, she said, You're right. Justice is served. You were there. And what he did to me. He They're didn't of me for saying that. Me. A
1: lot of people would not be able to have no. the balls to say no. something like that back then. That's all so. I said to
0: him. You touch me, you will never know who I told. Mm-hmm. And he probably thought that maybe I did tell Mr. Blank Blank for a mm-hmm.
1: right Well, I'll let him think whatever he wants but to think. That's
0: right, because he had to. And he had to walk by me. And, and the owner certainly didn't know what happened to me. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just smiled, and I, that was it. Good for you.
1: I'm really proud of Auntie. I'm also not surprised, because Auntie was always pretty ballsy. But for her to just tell Anne, like, yeah, okay, I'll take care of it once she gets up there, it's, just, like, really brave. I don't think I would have been that brave.
2: No, that was good. And her uh, yeah, her words to him very subtle, very mm-hmm. sharp.
1: Yeah, it's really smart. Yeah, put
2: the fear of God in him.
1: And I'm glad that she actually was there when he got fired. That's pretty amazing.
2: I wonder what he got chicken for. Hmm. I don't know. Imagine it was something related. Probably not. But
1: probably not. Anyway, on to um, happier things. Uh, Last year, my sisters and I chipped in for a pretty kick-ass gift for Auntie's 76th birthday. So this next clip is um, from that night when we took her to the Concert of a Lifetime to see the one and only Babs, (laughs) Barbara Streisand. So here is some footage from that very unforgettable night.
0: Ani, where are we? I am in front of the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York for a very important concert with my best friend Barbara Streisand. <laughs> Is this the first time you're seeing Barbara Streisand? I think in the 60s when I lived in Manhattan I saw I didn't see her, I heard her. Because there were free concerts Cheryl in Central Park and I went. Auntie, which songs are you looking forward to hearing? I don't know. You always ask me that, and I like so many of them. I can't really think. People. I like Yento. I like New York State of Mind. I like That's uh, the, way, way we, the, the way we, we were. Wow, that was in tune. That, that was in da. Huh? Oh, 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 it's Central Park. What's Mine. And she's been there for every part of my development, from 20 up to blank, blank.
1: You don't want to tell us how old you're going to be tomorrow? I don't
0: care. I'm glad I'm alive. 76. At my age, I'm lucky I wait she's a singer. I'm lucky I know she's a singer at all, you know what I mean? <laughs> what are you looking forward to the most? Seeing her, hearing her, breathing her in the air that she's breathing. Auntie, are you enjoying the concert? Oh my God, if I got only stop crying, for God's sakes. Every time she opens her mouth, I start to cry. What's been the highlight so far? Just hearing her sing and some of her stories. And seeing the Clintons, that was a pretty good highlight, too. I like, she's so much a part of my life. I'm like, I'm just overwhelmed. I'm verklempt. Let me tell you something, whoever's listening to this. My three nieces chipped in and got me this ticket for my birthday, and I can't tell you how much I love them and appreciate this. They're never to buy me a Hanukkah present or a birthday present again, but I'll accept all coffee cards for Dunkin' Donuts. Happy birthday, Auntie. Thank you, honey. I'm Happy glad. Happy birthday, Auntie.
1: So if you couldn't tell from that footage, she had an incredible time. She It was really fun to see her watching Barbara Streisand. And she cried. Like she says in the footage, she totally cried. <laughs> It was really it was really darling. So I've kind of uh I've kind of excited that now I only have to get her Dunkin' Donuts gift cards for the rest <laughs> of <her> life. <laughs>
2: just load up. Yeah, just load up now.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like here. Oh, s- big surprise next year. Oh, your 80th. Guess what? <laughs> D&D it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, she also cracks me up. I don't know if you noticed this, Alex at the at the beginning of this show, and then in this footage you just heard, or we just played, she talks about breathing the same air that she's breathing.
2: Right. with Barbara Streisand and, yeah, and Billy Crystal. Right.
1: Yeah. And then in both cases, she talks about being verklempt. for Forklempt. So, she's kind of like the real life Linda Richman. Do you know who Linda Richman is?
2: Do you think I know who Linda Richman is? No, I don't. Well, I do. You do? No, I don't.
1: Oh, darn it. (laughs) Alex, I had such high hopes.
2: No, you didn't. You just said you didn't have (laughs) high hopes. (laughs) (laughs) Because
1: she's got no hopes. You let me down. Only for pop culture references. You don't let me down otherwise. Uh,
2: Well, let's be specific about what kind of pop culture references.
1: Well, that was an SNL sketch.
2: Oh, is it? From when, though?
1: probably when you were in diapers (laughs) Mike Myers it was his mother-in-law
2: oh Mm -hmm. yeah no yeah
1: (laughs) I'll pull that up for you sometime
2: sometime yeah
1: we'll see we'll see about that
2: dig out the VHS tape yeah that's
1: right I'm impressed you know
2: what that is (laughs) oh please you know how many crayons I got lodged in a VHS player (laughs) Uh... (laughs) oh
1: god I don't even want to know you're crazy all right so Back to Auntie. If you enjoyed Auntie on this episode, you can hear her on a lot of our other podcast episodes. In fact, I don't know if you remember this, Alex. She's on the very first episode where I asked her if she knows what a podcast is. Yeah. Do you remember what she said?
2: Uh something brown? Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and I think she says it like sits on a desk. I was like, it's not a paperweight lady. <laughs> um, anyway, so check out that that first episode, and, and it's, it's easy to figure out the other episodes she's on because um, her name is in the title. And like I said, we started, all of this kind of started because we were doing this Oi to the World video series in 2011. So basically the way that works is I ask her the things over the course of the year that made her say, Oi ve." And now we've got six years worth of those. And you can see those and other fun videos we've done together on our site at yumswordshow.com slash auntie. That's right. She gets her own page on the Yumsword site. And um, you can also let us know what you thought of Auntie. And if you want to hear more of her on social uh, or by leaving us a rating and review on iTunes, it really, really helps others learn about our podcast And it boosts our ratings. And you can think of it as like a little birthday gift to auntie. So who wouldn't love that?
2: I don't know anyone that wouldn't love that.
1: (laughs) Auntie would call it a mitzvah. So, (laughs) All right. This is a little bit different. The stories you just heard were recorded at auntie's dining room table (laughs) and in Morgan's bedroom. The podcast is produced by me, Nibor Naibna Flagg.
2: And me, Axel Anatlov. (laughs) <laughs> Those are our names backwards. I wouldn't even
1: think about doing it for the rest of the crew, so we're not going to do that. Uh, James Beer wrote our new music, and the theme song is by Mark Radcliffe. Special thanks to Zach Schusterman for recording some of this footage, Megan Deneen Michael Cedar, Danny Ortiz, Carly Patrone Jen Waring, Katie Riley, and of course auntie i'm robin gelfenbein
2: i'm alex fulton
1: thanks for listening
2: hope you get a piece
1: happy birthday auntie happy
0: birthday auntie and, and until, until next, next time, time. I thought it was beautiful it wasn't sure nice. it beat our xl because it's going to be demolished anyway oh really yeah. oh it's so old and decrepit all
1: right speaking of things that are old and decrepit hello <laughs> i did not mean you
0: <laughs> yum's the word